Pokémon. Let's just do this. Yeah. We're doing this. We're here. We're queer. We're here. We're ready. No loop. Let's just jump into yeah, it. Yeah, okay. Hello, everyone. Hello, welcome. <laughs> welcome to Anyways, <laughs> How's Your Sex Live? Uh, yes. <laughs> I. We are your host. I'm Chana. And I'm Corey. The, that was a trade wreck, but hi. That everyone. wasn't that bad. We were okay. We were okay. I always, when we do this, I'm always like, should we do our full names? Because people do that on podcasts. They, they do? Yeah. It's like, I'm Corey Dewey Martin. I'm Chana Alexandra Jones. Oh my God, we're so cute, and we're <laughs> podcasters. And we're we are podcasters. We are journalists. We are electricians. Bam. We are, what club. else? We're so many things. Another club. Another we're, club. We're cat trainers. Everything we're, we've ever wanted to be. <laughs> we're professional <laughs> drinkers as of yesterday. Yes. If you want to know what we're talking about, just look at our Instagram story from yesterday. Because uh-huh. <laughs> oh Corey God. and I were fucked we up. Eight people drank. 13 bottles of champagne? 13 bottles of champagne. And, three and a bottle of, of vodka. And a bottle of vodka. And three of those three of those bottles of champagne were as big as two bottles of champagne. Yeah. We had a good time. <laughs> we had a good time. And somehow we got through all of Dungeons and Dragons yesterday. Yeah. Uh-huh. We got through everything I put up yeah. or put together. We it got through amazing. it. It was amazing. And then... Uh, and then everyone went home and I ranted to two of my friends for four hours drunk. <laughs> well, he did that. I was home like pounding chips. Yes. <laughs> like no one's business. I got home and I was like, chips, bitch. I, I went to bed. And I woke up this morning and I was like, I had breakfast yesterday and that's it. I think you had a slice of pizza when we drunk ordered pizza. Oh, we got pizza? Yeah, we got pizza. Oh, <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> we drunk ordered pizza because we put it on Jordan's card, but you thought it was your card, so you were like, give him a $5 tip. You were like oh, telling us how oh, much I'm to so charge. I'm so sorry. It was so cute. <laughs> so drunk. I did a $5 tip, though. Oh, so. good. I'm a little drunk. Oh, my bad. <laughs> the poor guy. The poor. I like owed up. I was like, <laughs> to the Domino's guy. He's like, y'all, it's Sunday night. Chill out. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it's Sunday. He's like, it's 630. How are you this drunk? Yeah, no, seriously. Yeah. When y'all left, I was like, oh, yeah, it's one. No, it was like 10. No, right? It, <laughs> it was, was 10. Yeah, we got home at like 9.50 Oh, 9.50. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I think okay. Kai and Rachel left a little bit after us, though. That's good. That's good. Yeah, so Corey and I were fucked up yesterday, to say fucked the least. Up, y'all. So there was that. Anyways, that was your sex That's life. why this is on Tuesday, so deal. Yeah. Sorry, guys. We're going to be real. Sorry, you. we failed you. We, we have failed but you. But really, the champagne failed you. Yeah, really, the champagne failed <laughs> you. And our inability oh to control Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, literally the entire day, we're like, we're doing it. We're going to go to Chana's house. We're going to get the kitties. We're going to record it. And then I was sitting at the table writing my shit. And I was like, I can't do this. Yeah, he looked at me. He's like, can we record tomorrow? And I was like, yeah. I was like, I don't even know if we would be able to set up your computer. Uh-uh, uh-uh. You're so fucked up. No, we would not drive. Yeah, Jordan was gonna Jordan drive us. Drove. He was he took he a sobered up. Yeah. But uh, no, it was so a few a few episodes ago. Well, I guess almost ten episodes ago now. Yeah. Corey and I drank a bunch of champagne together and got like drunk for eight <gasps> yeah, yeah, or ten yeah. hours. And yeah, it was I think the it was same the level of drunk yesterday. Yeah, we I was gone. that drunk. I was drunk so much. Anyways, how's your sex? That life? was our sex life yesterday. So some shout outs for you guys yes, so i only have one shout out today um the instagram user is holy ash batman yes um she is from anchorage alaska Whoa. and during my spooky scoop when i talked about how anchorage is one of the most like scary cities to live in uh-huh. she messaged us and she was like because vampires she like literally was like snorting she was laughing so hard she was like it's so dangerous because like we have a small population she's like but i'm more afraid of like the pussy moose here <laughs> than any human Aww. so anchorage is not actually that scary what is that noise? What the fuck? Is the air on? No. Did you hear that uh, talking? Yeah. And that like... Yeah, what the fuck was that? I the air know. is on. Something's on now. I have no idea. Hold on. Let me go check. Maybe it was like a bathroom fan. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just maybe somebody turned on a fan below you. Um, Who cares? We can continue. Let's just continue. It was just so weird. Okay. I'll edit that out. Just yeah. continue. Um, it is stormy outside. 
Yeah, it is stormy. Yeah, so yeah, if y'all hear shit in the background, it's stormy. It's There's like a current mood blizzard outside yeah, of this window. Current. I'm like standing like three inches away from snow. My si- I call yeah. my sister on the way over here and she was like, yeah, it's 75. I got a sunburn today. And she lives like, in Corpus. And I just, as I woke up this morning and looked outside, I was like. Yeah, I was like, God. <laughs> I was like, it's January 25th. Hey, this is the worst of it. You know, we'll get out. And then in like three weeks, we'll have that week where it's really warm. That's true. For no reason. This is definitely actually one of the most chill winters. Yeah, like we've had a good amount of snow, so I'm not worried. Yeah. But it hasn't been crazy. And then I bought that big puffy jacket, so I just wear that everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. So now we're... Gosh, sorry, guys. Um, Okay, also I have an announcement. Um, So I'm going to be posting a lot more on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I have this whole plan for our social media. Um, So follow us if you haven't already and share our podcast with with your friends and let us know and we'll give you a shout out and also send some nudes so our facebook <laughs> slash twitter is ahysl podcast our instagram is just anyways has your sex life okay. so just search for us on social media if you want to connect because i'm gonna be on it a lot more frequently than i already am nice so yes those are my shout outs and announcements motherfuckers nice i'll just go to my fag fact yeah let's get into your fucking fact fact so I have gay, their gay statistics. Okay? Yeah, bitch. And these are taken from a study done by the William Institute of Law at UCLA in 2011. Tell me every single one's like 69% of gays do this. <laughs> it's like 69. 420% yeah, of right. everyone. 666% do this. 6.66%. <laughs> You're like, Eiffel Tower, they do this. We're like, oh wait, God. what? <laughs> We're like, that's not a percentage. Um, so an estimated 3.5% of adults in the United States identify as lesbian, gay, or bisexual. And an estimated 0.3% of adults are transgender. So this implies that there are approximately 9 million LGBT Americans, um, which is roughly equivalent to the population of New Jersey. Oh. So if we all just move to New Jersey, break off, create Atlantis, gay Atlantis, done. That sounds so fun. That's a fucking idea. We're like gay Atlantis. Gay-lantis. Galantis. 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 <gasps> the band! That the one! Band. Oh my god, they're gay! Oh my god, we figured it out. We they're figured gay. it out. You, you heard it here, guys. Breaking news. Galantis is Galantis because they're all gay and they want to make their own gay Atlantis. Galantis. Uh-huh. Oh by, my god. By taking New Jersey. That's what we should do. If I was a comic book villain, that mm-hmm. would be what I was doing. Breaking off New Jersey. Like by using seismic, I don't know, earthquake shit. Seismic... Slut magic. No, I would literally say seismic earthquake shit. <laughs> Friendly slut magic. <laughs> slut magic. <laughs> okay, so give us more. Give us some real stats. <laughs> among adults who identify as LGBT, yes. uh, bisexuals compromise a slightly a slight majority. It's one point eight percent compared to the one point seven who identify as lesbian or gay. So you have lesbians take up one point seven, gay take one one point seven, but then there's one point eight left over that bisexuals compromise. Okay, cool. Um, and also, women are substantially more likely to than men to identify as bisexual. Um, an estimated... Well, that's... That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, to yeah. me, that makes sense just because it's more accepted in a sense. It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, an estimated 19 million Americans, which is 8.2%, report that they have engaged in same-sexual or same-sex sexual behavior. Ayo. And nearly 25.6 million Americans, which is 11% of the population... Acknowledge at least some same-sex sexual attraction. Yeah, y'all gay. Yeah, y'all motherfucking gay. You heard it here first. You're fucking gay. <laughs> you're like, yeah, like, I've thought about it. I'm like, like you're Because you're a fucking fag. <laughs> I'm like, do you masturbate gay porn? You're gay. <laughs> what is your Pornhub search results? Yeah, right? No, yeah. Then that like, that just show me your, I'm like, go to your, like, go to your web history. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, you're I'll straight. I'll tell you if you're gay Show or me not. your Pornhub. <laughs> um... From 1996 to 2011, the number of documented same-sex couples has tripled. Mm, nice. Mm, so cool. Gays, 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 gays. Good job, everyone. Is that a fact? LGBT, actually, too, because transgender. We're talking about transgender. Yeah, Mitch. I saw some transgender facts, too, that were interesting, so I'll probably do a transgender thing. Yeah. Yes, For my fact fact. Okay, cool. So that's my fact fact. Yeah, Mitch. Yeah. So my spooky scoop today, I heard about it because I was listening to the podcast Up and Vanished. Which is like interesting, fucking insane. If you haven't heard about it, it's like so. This guy pretty much solves a kidnapping uh-huh. through his podcast, and like he actually becomes oh, like yes. a professionally. Okay, I haven't actor. I haven't read this one. I need to listen to this one. It's a long podcast. It's long. Like, oh, I'm only it. halfway through, and that was like a drive and a half to California. Oh hell yeah! Okay, but it's a good one. So I was listening to it, and during it, um, so they are, so he's looking into the disappearance of Tara Grinstead, uh-huh. um, and. 
during it, there was a – so this has happened, like, the early 2000s. Like, she disappeared in 2005. That's just a okay. backstory how I found the spooky scoop. So in 2009, an anonymous video was posted on YouTube captioned, The Catch Me Killer. This video was of a guy who claimed to be behind 16 disappearances and murders. The Catch Me Killer specifically mentions two disappearances. The first was Tara Grinstead. She disappeared in Georgia, 2005. The second um, person that he brought up is Jennifer Kessie of Orlando, Florida. She disappeared in 2006. Um, no DNA evidence, no phone records. Damn, they have nothing. That's, that's scary. So um, the whoever the guy was behind the nonce video, we know who he is now. Uh-huh, but uh-huh. For right this very second. So whoever he was, he ended up actually sending Jennifer Kessie's father a link to his video along with a message saying, maybe I can help. So like this supposed serial killer yeah. slash serial kidnapper is now reaching out to the victim's family. What? So the internet and everyone went wild after this video was released. Uh-huh. Um, the FBI tracked this fucker's IP address and arrested Andrew Haley. Um, the FBI realized... So he was like boasting, basically? Yeah. Oh, but they realized dick. that he was lying. Oh, and they he laid, was just trying to be a cool person. It was just a hoax. It was just a joke. But um, he was sentenced to two years work release and 13 years probation because of it, because it was a waste of the resources of the FBI and all the cops and everything. Oh, wow. And it caused such a yeah. horrific... How, how long did he go to jail? Sorry. He went. He got two years of work release and 13 years probation. Damn. So don't do hoaxes on the internet. Yeah. That's bitches. like the swatting stuff that people do, where that boy, uh, somebody died from Oh, it. the video game thing? Yeah. Where people, yeah. they'll do it for Twitch people. Yeah. And you like the 14 year old boy went to jail. Yeah. Like last year or two years ago <coughs> for swatting. Because they can. I remember yeah, that. And it's so creepy and scary. Yeah. So don't do hoaxes or y'all are fucked. Yeah, y'all are fucked. Okay. So let's just jump straight into your segment today. Yeah, let's do it. Get me some supernatural shit. Okay. So mine today is about the Wendigo. Ooh. Or sometimes I'll say Wendigo. Ooh. I have no idea why. I just do. Because we do. Because, I, because I'm that way. That's just me. Because Corey's perfect. I know it's Wendigo, but I'll say Wendigo a few times. It's whatever. I okay. prefer Wendigo. That sounds more interesting than Wendigo. Yeah, Wendigo's too fast. Wendigo, yeah. like Wendigo. you stop and you it think about what like you're saying. Britney Spears' new line of perfume. Yeah. Oh my god. Wendigo. She's like, "Hello, it's me. I came out." She's look doing. Shampoo. Look at my perfume, <laughs> Wendigo. She's like, "Do you have insatiable hunger for meat?" Ooh. Then get the Wendigo fra- fragrance coming out this winter. This winter, I'm vegan and I would still purchase that. Yeah, Britney right. Spears, so that's me. I'd be like, <laughs> fine. <laughs> um, so okay, so Wendigos they come from Algonquian folklore, and it is portrayed as part mythical man-eating a monster, and also as like a part evil spirit. So they sort of like this, these two fuck sort fuck. of things. They're not two different entities, but it's also it's like a crazy mythical monster that also has like uh, evil supernatural spirit elements to it okay and they come from the northern forests of the atlantic coast and the great lakes region of america okay i mean also in canada just like around the great lakes and the atlantic coast hear that canada you're part of this now canada is super part of this yeah so Algonquian peoples are different uh, Native American groups that are a part of an Algonquian uh, are, that are a part of the Algonquian language group from the Great Lakes and New England area. So just the same area because this is mostly an Algonquian folklore. Okay. Um, the Wendigo may appear as a monster that is adjacent uh, to a human, or as a spirit who has possessed a human being and made them monstrous. So hmm. um, we'll get into the descriptions basically right now, but there's a lot of different versions but that's main, mainly the two different versions is it's an evil spirit monster mythical monster sort of like bigfoot that walks around or it is just a like a possession like a spirit that possesses human beings Fuck. and then is like sh- becomes a wendigo when it transforms the human being through the possession or something like Fuck. that <laughs> yeah, yeah so uh there are many different descriptions that come with the wendigo Daddy. but uh, we're gonna start i'm gonna give you one specifically from basil uh, johnston who is a Ojibwe teacher and scholar from Ontario. <laughs> Y'all, it's Ojibwe, okay? Bye. I promise you. I so promise. It's Ojibwe. I, li- I watched two PBS documentaries and listened to He did. I witnessed it. It's Ojibwe. But someone still is like, you're so fucking white. Maybe Stop. you could pronounce it as Ojibwe, but I'm super sure it's Ojibwe, okay? Ojibwe. Okay. I'm trying to just be as we don't minimal white y'all. as I can <laughs> when I say that. Okay, so Basil Johnson... Johnston, an Ojibwe teacher and scholar from Ontario, gives a description of a Wendigo. The Wendigo was gaunt to the point of emaciation. 
Uh, it's descriptive desiccated desiccated sorry desiccated skin pulled tautly over its bones with its bones pushing out against its skin its complexion the ash gray of death and its eyes pushed back deep into their sockets the wendigo looked like yeah this is creepy what that's intense that's that's intense sorry that was the wind guys um, Dude, this blizzard is com- insane. Yeah, and its eyes push back deep into their sockets. The Wendigo looked like a gaunt skeleton recently disinterred from, from the grave. Sorry. There's so We're- many hard words today. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> my bad. We're sort of out of it, too, for being so hungover. Okay. What lips <laughs> it had were tattered and bloody. Its Ooh. body was unclean and suffering from serpuration. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad at this. So Corey is, is no longer a linguistic like me. I am, not, I am losing my linguistic uh, degree. Degree. You lost it. I'm taking it back. Okay, so his body was unclean and suffering from separations of the flesh, giving off a strange and eerie odor of decay and decomposition of death and corruption. So that's what he says. In, in Ojibwe and other Native American lore, Wendigos are often described as giants that are many times larger than human beings, a char- characteristic absent from myths in other Algonquian cultures. So whenever a Wendigo ate another person, it would grow into proportion to the it would grow in proportion to the meal that had just eaten, so that it could never be full. <gasps> Therefore, Wendigos are always portrayed as simultaneously gluttonous creatures, <gasps> but they're extremely thin due to their their starvation. Oh my God! This is Toulouse. Toulouse yeah. oh, is a Wendigo. Is a Wendigo. Booty. booty, you're so cute. Booty's right here. He, y'all, he's he's really nice and cute. Tonight. This is the star of the podcast, obviously. Yeah, he's and super Simone, cute. if you look at her Instagram story right now, She's she is hiding in the closet. Hiding in the closet because she's she's fighting demons right now um in algonquian uh lore a giant wendigos are described as a giant with the heart of ice sometimes it is thought to be entirely even made of ice and its body is often skeletal and deformed with missing lips and toes it's no longer to lose yeah that's not booze booze is is cute lips fuck lips lips and toes vagina lips that's what would come (laughs) off but you know like when you get frostbite I think your lips can come Ew, off, too. Ew, really? I mean, like, yeah, your nose will come off and your fingers and toes, they'll get frostbite first. I'm sure your lips would, that could happen, too. I'm Ew, not sure. I that fucks me up. That fucks me up. Yeah. I almost want to Google image frostbite lips, but I don't want to. I want to Google, no, I, don't I want to that. look that up on Pornhub. Frostbite lips. What? No, <laughs> yuck. That sounds not It'll be like a girl getting fucked in the snow. Like, <laughs> no, it's a girl getting fucked in the snow. <laughs> it would just be some girl getting fucked in the snow. That's exactly what it would be. <laughs> So other descriptions of the Wendigo include that the Wendigo has supernatural hunting abilities. This is like the Wendigo is a hunter immune to even the harshest climates. It stalks its prey and can mimic human voices. And what? so its favorite pastime becomes luring people away from safety. <gasps> and then when once it gets them like away into the woods, it get, makes them get lost and they drives them mad in the wilderness so that it, they eventually just become mad, uh, like manic, and then run around crazed and, and eat people. Shit. Yeah. Some Same. say that the Wendigo infects its host slowly, tormenting them as it takes over their mind and body. Um, it begins with strange odors that only the victim itself can smell. Then they are plagued with nightmares um, days before they, they go mad. And their, their sanity melts away as uh, they, they eventually can't fall asleep because the nightmares keep them awake. Shit. Um, it, that sa- it says that they'll then experience an unbearable burning sensation through their legs and feet and usually end up stripping down, running naked through the forest like madmen. What? <laughs> Isn't that Same. crazy? Acid. Uh-huh. <laughs> So this usually lasts for uh, days or even weeks, mm. and that people, when they when they get to this state, they literally become feral and run away into the forest, and most of them always di- disappear. And if they ever come back, they come back as just like a totally insane person if they're ever seen again. Shit. And that that's the the half where that Shit. evil spirit possession version of the Wendigo is sort of this is like describing that versus the beastly kind where yeah. it's just this like emaciated, decrepit like. Spooky ass beast. Spooky ass beast. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So, um, coming with this uh, hunger thing, where many believe that you just like it, it, it eats a ton, but every time it eats, it gets bigger, so it stays emaciated, and it, and it, it never can like. Its hunger's never sated, basically, that's no matter how much it eats. That's that's booze all the time. That's in a nutshell. He'll throw up and then immediately go back and start eating. 
So um, what we get from this is uh, the Wendigo psychosis, and this is a real thing. It, it stems directly from the lore, and it's a very real disorder where people develop an appetite for human f- flesh. Ew. So, uh, Florida. Florida. <laughs> Florida. <laughs> Bath salts. <laughs> Bath salts. Florida. Um, <laughs> So you can either just get possessed by a demonic spirit or go to Florida and do bath salts. Yeah, it's up to you. One. Pick and choose. <laughs> Pick and choose. <laughs> choose wisely. So um, this is basically what uh, Silence of the Lambs guy has. I forgot. Oh. I can't think of his name off the top of my head right um, now. But Anthony Hopkins' character. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, what the fuck? That dude. Yeah. So um, this form of cannibalism is not considered the same Hannibal as those. Hannibal Lecter. Hannibal Lecter. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That was going to really um, bother me. This form of cannibalism is not considered the same as those who consume human meat in survival, serino- in survival scenarios. Um, but Wendigo psychosis describes an individual who has access to normal f- food sources. Yeah, it feels overwhelmed by the need for human flesh. You also, throw up all over your computer. Yeah, I'm like, bleh. <laughs> um, I'm like, boost. <laughs> so this is like, me too. <laughs> he's like, they're there. I get yeah. it. He puts his paw on my back. Right. He's he like, starts rubbing it. He's like, we've all been there. He Aww. holds back your hair. Yeah, oh, he holds back my hair. That's so cute. He like holds my little <laughs> the headphones, head- back. headphones back. He's like, they're there. That's cute. So, um... There's a well-known case involving a Wend- the Wendigo psychosis was that uh, that was of Jack Fiddler, um, an OG Cree chief. I Ojai Cree. I probably That's butchered wrong. the crap out of that. <laughs> I'll just tell you that now. Ojai Cree. It's O J I dash C R E E. So Ojai Cree chief. I will just. I won't say it again because I said it wrong. It's, we'll just say OG chief. OG chief. <laughs> Someone's like, "Fuck you." <laughs> Sorry. Um, and medicine man known a medicine man known for his powers of defeating Wendigos. Fiddler claimed to have defeated fourteen Wendigos during his lifetime. This Damn. is a real. This is real. Like this is a real case that this really is happened. Science. So yeah, this is science. Fiddler <laughs> claimed to have defeated fourteen Wendigos during his lifetime. Some of these creatures were said to have been sent by enemy shamans, and others were member of his own band. Band, like his tribe um, who had been taken with uh the insatiable with you know with the wendigo psychosis yeah. like he believes these people were turning into wendigos so he basically dispatched with them and killed them so in one of his latter cases fiddler was asked by family members to kill a very sick loved one oh. before they turned into a wendigo fiddler's own brother peter uh was killed after turning into a wendigo when the food ran out on a trading expedition. Hudson Bay's company traders, uh, the Cree, and missionaries in the area were all aware of the Wendigo legend, though they often uh, explained it as a mental illness or superstition. Um, Regardless, several incidents of people turning to Wendigos and eating human flesh are documented in the records of that company. Damn. So it's like a real thing. In 1907, Fiddler and his brother Joseph were arrested by Canadian authorities for murder. Jack committed suicide. So Jack Fiddler, the guy we're talking about, Fiddler committed suicide. Yeah. But Joseph, his brother, was tried and sentenced to life in prison. Ugh. Yeah. He was ultimately granted a pardon, but died three days later in jail before oh. receiving the news of this pardon. <gasps> yeah. Isn't that's that crazy? so sad. So that's like a real thing. Like this is this is accepted as being so real in the folklore of just even like people outside of native american culture too like they they think this is pretty real but more so the algonquian people you know around the great lakes area in the new england area they believe in this so much up until a hundred years ago that they would kill people and and families would come to jack and be like hey we we think like my you know my son's down with fever and he's like going off about eating meat, and he just looks at us these feral eyes, and he's like, you, "He has a Wendigo spirit." And so the family's like, "Kill him." The son's like, "I'm just hungry." When it could just be some, you know, <laughs> acute psychosis going on with a person or something That's like that. That's so like, fucking crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's really sad. So, on a more fun, spooky element, I have a, I have a fictional story or not fictional story. I don't know, but it's on the it's No Sleep, the No Sleep Reddit page. We all know know and love about. So this is science. (laughs) If if you thought we were doing science, we're really doing science. Now we're really we're now also scientists. Corey may no longer be a linguistic, (laughs) but he. I gave up that mantle to go on to be a scientist for science. (laughs) For science. (laughs) What was that movie that we saw? Oh, it was the Megalodon. Or the he was like and for oh science. my god and for science <laughs> that was so cute oh boost you touched me You're cute okay so I'm just gonna sum up the first half of this story because it's a little long yeah um so basically this dude wrote on the on the no sleep podcast it's a Wendigo story um titled Wendigo Encounter and it's by 
Whale Lord 69. I love you. Marry me. <laughs> Whale Lord, Marry we me. love you. <laughs> Whale Lord 69. Whale Lord 69, if, you, if you're out there. Yeah. Second shout out Mary of the Jenna. day is to Whale Lord 69. <laughs> no, I want Whale Lord 69 to marry me and Jordan. Okay, and then <laughs> you, I'll 69. You're going to officiate our wedding. And then give me 69 before you get married. <laughs> or, or after. <laughs> All of you both. All of you <laughs> Okay, Jordan's so. Jordan's like, what in the other room? <laughs> so him and his uh, son and his girlfriend. Uh, go up to go camping uh, on a camping trip. He brings some guns because oh. uh, I think he's going hunting. Oh, I, I really fuck. think he's going hunting. Okay, or well, Lord like 69, that. I'm sorry. I don't I think he it. is, though. I think he's just, he brought his guns because he has them. I don't think he's going hunting because he doesn't really say that. He just brought guns camping. So, America. Yeah, America, whatever. And so they go out, <laughs> and when they get there at the camp, camp place, as they're driving through, they said that it was a little bit ominous because they were unusually stopped by the park ranger, and the park ranger seemed very tense and uneasy hmm. and was like, hey, like, if you're going camping this weekend, just watch out. I'd be like, bitch, we're not going camping. <laughs> no, yeah. They were like, hey, just be really safe. Be careful. Stay safe. And he says that when we got there, there were inform- it, we were informed that several visitors that had spoken about the same, about some unnatural noises and a pale creature that would mimic voices and sounds of people who weren't talking or seeming to be distracted. Right. So, like, people are like, ooh, we saw this creature up here. It's really creepy. It's mimicking voices. And then when we try and interact with it, it just runs off. So, right? <laughs> so, Could you imagine um, if we're, like, camping in the woods we saw that? I'd be like, I'm like, I'm tripping balls. If, if, if I came and a park ranger looked at me scared and uneasy, it was like, be safe. <laughs> I'd be like, Harry <laughs> and then, Potter And then bye. we, like, yeah, and then we, like, <laughs> unload our camping shit. And then, like, people around us are like, oh, my God, last night I saw this pale creature in our campsite. <laughs> I'd be like, fuck They're this. They're like, have you ever heard a, bob- a bobcat yell before? <laughs> I'm like, ah! <laughs> the black eyed children yeah. all over again. She's yeah, they're like yeah, that's what they say. Have you Let ever heard of that? I'd be like, I'm leaving, I'm leaving. <laughs> okay, so he says when we reached the area we were going to set up camp, we immediately got a fire ready to light and set up our tent and bags. I fed my son as my girlfriend ate a snack. We decided to get the lay of the area, so me and my girlfriend hiked around for about an hour or so. Um I had one of those baby carrying backpacks and my son started to get real heavy. <laughs> so everything seemed normal until I saw something down the almost path we were on. We walked closer to investigate and saw drag marks. <gasps> it looked as if someone had killed a buck. There was a whole uh, outline in the dirt with a small dried pool of blood as if someone grabbed it from the antlers and pulled. <gasps> that wouldn't be possible for any man to do. The buck or whatever it was would have been way too big for that. Shaken, we rushed back to the base camp and restarted the fire and hurried back into our tent. Our tent? I hurried back to the car. Right. Lock the fucking doors. Play that shit. Um, Drive away. Just drive. So, too afraid to leave since it was uh, dusk by now, we stayed inside the tent and my girlfriend put our son to bed. Eventually, probably from the exhaustion or fright, we fell asleep. What must have been hours later, I awoke to a faint rasping sound. (gasps) That sounded like a child crying. <gasps> I gazed outside in confusion and saw the outline of a creature that seemed to be a buck standing over something. It seemed to be about 20 feet away, but at a closer glance uh, had unnaturally long limbs for a buck and was eerily tall. In sudden fear, I unloaded two shots into the creature and heard a loud blood-curdling cry. My girlfriend awoke screaming to the shots I had fired as I tried to explain what I, I had oh, heard and, and saw. To my surprise, the animal hadn't moved an inch. <gasps> then I noticed the stains on the side of the animal. It looked like blood was running down down the edge and lots of it. It stared at me deep into my eyes as I became petrified with seer. A sinister feeling of dread fell over me as if it knew I couldn't move. Oh my God. I thought to myself, what if it starts to bolt toward us? Just then, this tall, decrepit, demonic thing seems to whisper, to whisper something. I couldn't exactly tell what it was saying, but it seemed to have said, I need more children. <gasps> He's like, hey, little mama, let me whisper in your ear. <laughs> <laughs> hey, little mama, let me whisper in your ear. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> okay, my girlfriend screamed, asking where our son was. We blacked out. Okay. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> what a time to black out. Right. In the morning, we awoke to park rangers at our campsite. We didn't see our son anywhere. <gasps> Fuck. We told the rangers that he was missing, and they started a search party. I explained what had happened, and strangely, they seemed to believe it. The one who seemed to be older by at least a decade pulled along, pulled along the one we met earlier and whispered in his ear earlier. The one, the, the one he's talking about earlier is that the was one like that was like, be safe. 
Um, she's like, you weren't safe. She's like, duh. <laughs> so, um, but she says like, don't go like be safe camping. They're not safe. They're Baby not disappears. <laughs> Pikachu, <gasp>. Pikachu face. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, but I said be safe. Yeah. <laughs> so basically that one that tells them to be safe and this older camp guide comes, pulls them to the side and says, or pulls the older camp guide pulls this, the one that talked to them earlier to the side and the the narrator says, I only heard a single line, and I'm not even sure of what I heard was correct, but it sounded like he said, it's getting bolder. Oh! <laughs> they didn't seem to want us by ourselves, so they waited with us while they continued to search. We stayed in a log cabin for three days with the forest ranger, when suddenly some rangers came into the cabin saying they couldn't find our son. My girlfriend starts to sob. I start to hate myself thinking that I could have done something if I wasn't frozen in fear. We rushed outside only to find some injured and frightened police officials. The rangers wouldn't tell us anything of what happened or what they saw or why the cops were scared shitless. All we know is that we don't have a son anymore. God help whoever goes into that forest next. And please, please don't bring your kids with you. (gasps) I have like, I have chills. That's creepy. Oh, that's sad too. That is so fucking sad. Yeah. Whale person sixty nine. I'm so sorry. I know where whale lord. Is it whale lord? Whale lord. I think it's whale lord sixty nine. Yeah, whale lord sixty nine. I'm sorry. Christ. I'm sorry for your loss. That is so sad. That is sad. Okay, so um, with Wendigos, um, we know about Wendigos. Yeah, because I am one. Yeah, this is fun. Uh, this is like a, a fun topic. Um, before we get into that topic, though, um, okay. we won't spoil. Um, I will go off really quickly. Um, Wendigos have also been seen in the one that made them sort of big into white culture of America hey. was Algernon Blackwood's Wendigo. He It's like a short novella story that he wrote. I, I didn't get the year. I'm sorry. But go look it up. Algernon's Blackwood, Wendigo. There's actually a really good free reading of it online. You can listen to oh, it in nice. like three hours. It's, it's a really good book. I like I like his his writing. He also has a book called Will- Willows, I think, or mm. Will-O-Wisp, because it's about a Will-O-Wisp, I believe. But I think it's called Willows, and that one's really pretty, too. Both oh, of cool. those stories are really, really good. I like them. Nice. Go you. What's his name? Algernon Blackwood. Go you, Algernon Blackwood. Yeah. Um, also, you can see there's a fun Wendigo Supernatural episode, oh, but you don't I watch don't... Supernatural. No, yeah. it's too much But I'm sure somebody who listens to us watches Supernatural, and they know what I'm talking about. It's so shout out to Supernatural. Yeah. Um, and then Until Dawn. Oh, that's where. Oh, Boos, what are, you, are you OK? He's like, give me attention. He was like, he was like flinching. Oh, he was just having a bad dream. Oh, <gasps> He's a Boos. Wendigo. That's how it starts. Oh, booty. Boosie. We killed that. <laughs> Never. We won't kill you, Boos. We would ne- Boos, like, you can I'm kill so me before I kill you. I'll allow you to eat me. Um, Yeah. So Until Dawn is one of the greatest video games that uh, ever come out. Fuck yes. It's just exclusive to the PS4. So uh-huh. if you have an Xbox, sucks. Go find a friend that has a PS4. Yep. And every single Halloween, Corey and I play it, and we play uh-huh. in real time because the story starts at like seven thirty. Yeah, it's like seven or eight p.m. Yeah, and then it ends at four in the morning, and so Corey oh, no, and no, I no, ends at it ends at six or seven. Is it six or seven uh-huh. in the morning? Uh, so yeah, Corey and I play it real time, so we start yeah. the exact moment they start, yeah. and we end usually within a couple minutes. We literally like before it starts to get crazy crazy if you like go to the restroom or you can even take like a 20 minute break and eat something yeah but yeah we we play through it especially the first time it literally ends at like 7 or 6 a.m i forget it was and amazing. we looked at the clock and it was like 7 15 or yeah. like 6 15 it was really cool it was super it was amazing it's yeah. one of our favorite games and that was actually one of the first moments where coin i realized oh we're the only ones that stay awake we're the ones that stay awake because <laughs> we can't fall asleep because we have to finish the story we have to finish the story yeah, like when we watch a movie friends, uh-uh. yeah all of our friends <laughs> fall asleep and it's just me and Corey at six in the morning and i was like you're my best friend. Yeah, like, we're my <laughs> friends. Especially because that, that's a fuck. It's like a fucking scary game. It is. And there's two really good jump scares that, like, made me freak out. It, I love it made that me game. freak the fuck out. No matter how many times I play that game, I'm still like, huh. And it's so <laughs> intense. I remember, like, because you have to try and stay. So if y'all aren't familiar with the game, Until Dawn is basically your. It's one of those games that's half like a movie, but they do. This one does a really good job where you're controlling people and walking around and trying to investigate or yeah. look at stuff and interact with it or interact with the environment. But 
another half of the time that you're playing, you're going through like button sequences where like this person's running, you know, through the woods. X oh, triangle have, circle. Yeah, like, like quick, you you see triangle on the screen and you have like five seconds to react. And or if they you don't trip. do it, yeah, they trip. Ow. And then if they trip, it's a completely, it's a butterfly effect, like yeah. everything. Yeah. So it's like every decision you make completely controls the entire story. Yeah. So you like have minutes to make decisions. Like maybe you can lie about something in dialogue options. Yeah. Or if you don't click triangle fast enough, somebody can trip and die and yeah. they will die so you're trying to keep these like 10 or 8 teenagers alive through basically a horror movie <laughs> yeah. it's really cool so we love horror and I like you love video games like I've, you're not yeah. crazy about them I used you don't, to be you crazy life. but yeah, not anymore you don't have to play them <laughs> <laughs> but like Until Dawn I will play we'll play Until Dawn it's so good and Y'all you guys go all of our listeners are the exact people who would also love Until yeah. Dawn and it's a it's a good game for like people that don't play video games I feel it's a little slow at the beginning yeah so you need to probably have somebody that is into video games that can try and convince people to stick around yeah because it could even be a fun party game because you're like trying to keep people alive just order some pizza and drink some beers and play until dawn yeah your, it, your halloween is set it's so fun y'all it, and especially during halloween it's so fun you're just you can either be like a total shithead and it has a lot of fun horror tropes yeah it does. where like the the teenagers are all being sexy to each other they're all shitheads it's kind of like scream like some parts of it, I'm like, oh, yeah, Scream, because it's, like, the young teenagers. And yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. It's very – some parts are really Scream-esque. But the reason we're talking about Until Dawn – Oh, sorry, yeah. We're, like, <laughs> five hours later. I'm like, so anyways. Oh, because – Oh, Rami Malek's in it. Rami Malek's in it. And Hayden Panettiere. And Hayden Panettiere. <laughs> there's so – like, y'all, there's good acting. It's great. Um, but there are Wendigos in this story. Yeah. And it's you, that's not a spoiler that happens in the prologue that, that you play to, yeah. like, learn how the game works. And it goes off of a lot of this. The 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 lore is about about it is that this uh, Blackwood uh, Manor that or this cabin where the like some of the two characters are from or sorry three of the characters I guess yeah their estate their family estate they own some of this land but it used to be Native American land it's freaky <laughs> yeah it's freaky and these two women and this is the prologue so we're not spoiling but these two uh, uh, people go missing and somehow I they're won't spoil sisters. that and they're sisters but then somehow there's like wendigos that get involved because of uh, f- like eating uh, people like eating flesh yeah. and turning into wendigos and it, they also have the this scary decrepit description that I gave you of the beast but then they also there's dark spirits from the wendigo part that's floating around it's really cool Sorry. it's a fucking cool game yeah it's a cool game like I can't I would recommend everyone if you like horror movies a lot I would recommend, and if you have a PS4, yeah. I would say buy this game and play it because it, it it feels like you are playing a movie. It's probably like twenty bucks now. Yeah, no, seriously, probably and not it'll. Much. If you don't want to do it on one night because you have a life, because you're a pussy ass bitch, because <laughs> you're a pussy ass bitch, <laughs> then don't you pussy ass bitch. Just know, as soon as you log off, just hear my voice in the background say, go, "You pussy say, ass bitch." Say you a pussy ass bitch. <laughs> and they're like, "Fuck, Channa, she's so mean. She doesn't even know me." But I would play it in like no less, no more than three times because that's like three four hour sitting or three three hour sittings. Yeah, that's pretty good. Like just I would. It's good. Play it all at once. Just do it. But Drink some coffee once. and fucking do it. Yeah, just suck it up. <laughs> but it is what's first introduced me to Wendigos. Yeah. I mean, I heard about it before, but, like, I never really thought about it. Yeah, until you're like, oh, the Chupacabra. Like, and that's when exists. I was like, ooh, whoa, Wendigos are fucking scary. Yeah, they're fucking creepy as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, when you're trying to hold, there's, like, uh, sequences where you have to hold this, the controller still. <sighs> and it is un- it's super unforgiving because, you know, like, the these PS4 controllers have motion censoring that you can play different games with, but they use it in this game where you have to hold your your, your, hands. your your hands still. And if you move ever so slightly, like a monster basically will kill a character. See, and that's why Corey is always holding the controller because my hands naturally no, shake. So we'd be fucked yeah, if like I held my, the controller. Like heart, rate, heart rate went up and down oh, for that it's game. Such a good it, was, game. it was very effective. It was a very effective game. I so, would play it, guys. Wendy goes until dawn. When it goes until dawn, do it. Don't be a pussy ass bitch. Don't be a pussy ass bitch. You heard it here. (laughs) Someone's like, they're so mean. Yeah, so that's Wendigos. There, there's some really cool. Like, there's, there's different versions of Wendigos that come from lore with some different descriptions. But those were the most uh, fun and interesting descriptions that I could find. Yes, daddy. Yeah, and most inclusive descriptions. Yeah. So yeah, Wendigos. They're really cool. Yeah. (laughs) 
and Wendigos, scary. Don't be a pussy ass bitch. Yeah, Wendigos. Don't <laughs> be a pussy ass bitch. Don't be a pussy ass bitch. <laughs> that's the title of this podcast. Yeah, don't be a pussy ass bitch. That's the title of that segment. <laughs> so, mine today is about the doodler. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. The doodler. Yeah. The D U D E ler? D O O D L E R. Like he doodles. Oh, okay. The doodler. Okay. I thought you just like fuck dude. So, well, yeah. So today my segment is, a, is about you the unidentified serial killer, the doodler. So let's set the scene for yeah, y'all. It's San Francisco, it. 1974 to 1975. Yes. So gays. What so you do? exactly. Stay true. true. So San Francisco <laughs> is obviously the place you want to be if you're fucking gay. Yeah. Um, but during this time, there was a lot of discrimination towards the gay community. Mm-hmm. Obvi. Um, you know, this still didn't stop people from going to gay clubs and gay bars and whatnot, but most of the people were not out publicly. Yes. So sure, they'd be at a club, but like, you know, they're going to go to the office the next day and be like, I'm straight, women, am I right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, women. <laughs> so the black doodler or the doodler, he was an artist who frequented gay clubs. He would often draw pictures of men he saw at the bar and he'd show it to them to strike up conversation. He would then either convince them to meet him later at his house okay. or at a park or somewhere so yeah. he can draw them. And basically, they have to come alone. Um, now, once alone, the doodler would have the victim pose for drawing, like, draw me like one of your French girls. French girls. Um, and they could be naked or clothed, but, you know, naked's yeah. way more fun. Naked's and the doodler would uh, draw them, show them. They're like, wow, amazing. And then he would doodle his diddle with the victim. Wait, what? He would uh, diddle his doodle. Oh, oh got sex it. Sex it up. So he would uh, fuck, <laughs> fuck the victim. They're alive still. And then after banging, the doodler would whip out a knife and stab the person to death. Oh, Lord Jesus. So that's my... I'm just kidding. Um, okay, so... Uh, so that's our podcast. Don't be a pussy ass so, bitch. So that's our podcast. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So, um, so yeah, he would stab them with a knife, slitting their throats, puncturing their lungs, and it was, you know, very violent and... There was a lot of passion behind the stabs yeah. and whatnot. Um, he would then drag their body and leave it in a park or a bench. Or, sorry, a park or a beach or a, a bench, beach. maybe. Or a bench. Probably a bench. Um, but, you know, he would leave it in a somewhat public place. Like, he didn't really care too much to dispose of the body. Damn. Um, now, the doodler is responsible for at least five murders. Now, police speculate the number is close to 14, but only five of those bodies they found could really be 100% okay. linked to the same murderer. Uh-huh. But, you know, it's it's probably 14. Like, it's more closer to the 14 number than not. Yeah, this, sound, you know? this sounds like cruising. Did this? Did, did you read anywhere this inspired uh, the 1980s film Cruising? No, Sylvester Stallone? Yeah, it has a – Sylvester Stallone is a cop, and he – or a, what's it? It's not a cop. A detective? Thank you. <laughs> Anyways, how's Words your sex? Words are hard. <laughs> Corey's having a really tough time with words Y'all, I got super drunk yesterday, okay? The day after, I'm not here. Okay, so going on about Cruz. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is just He's a detective. He's a detective. <laughs> so Sylvester Stallone is a detective, and he has to go to gay bars and, like, scope around because there is a serial killer who is going to the gay bars, like gay leather bars, oh, yeah. and scoping out people. Just like you said, he takes them home, he has sex with them, and uh-huh. then he he kills them. Yeah. So, so it's like a 1980s film where there's, like, multiple scenes of men, like, having sex in gay leather bars. I'm sure and that's that where, this... Oh, sorry, go. I'm sure that Cruz was probably inspired by this. Oh, yeah. This. And that's where uh, James Franco, he did Interior Leather Bar. Oh, Where it was, yeah. like, an art film, an art house film where mm-hmm. he, like, made the extra 40 minutes of like it was really sexual that you that got edited out of that movie mm. so and it got destroyed so damn yeah so that's why he made okay. that film so he like took screenplays or stuff like that and then made interior leather bar james franco did that like four years ago or james franco is perfect yeah it was cool that's cool he's such a daddy okay so i'm gonna go through the five confirmed victims yes so bring some life into these people so okay we can remember them for a second. Yeah. So the first of the Doodler's victims um, was Gerald Kavanaugh, not Brett Kavanaugh. Gerald Kavanaugh. Who's Brett Kavanaugh? So a 50-year-old who had worked – so Gerald was a 50-year-old who had worked in a mattress factory. According to the coroner's report, he was never married. Um, his body was found early one January morning in 1974. He was lying at the water's edge on Ocean Beach where the Golden Gate Park meets the Pacific. Um, the coroner said that his that corpse was lying on the on the sand in a supine supine supine, supine yeah. position, uh-huh. um, and there were multiple stab wounds. Stab wounds. Um, there was apparent defense wounds found in his fingers, and in total, he Aww. was stabbed sixteen times. Holy shit! Yeah. 
passion. That, so pretty that much like sucks. the trend with these murders is he stabs them like they die, they're dead, but he continues stabbing. Yeah, so it, it's it, in very, the sixteen stab ones, like there is there is a reason why he's killing these. Yeah, people. it's very yeah. passionate. Yeah. Um, okay, so the second victim was Joseph Stevens. He was known as the community as Jay. He was a twenty seven year old drag queen. What's Aww. up? If you yeah. want to know some drag queen facts. Go on to the episode before. <laughs> They're this. like barely facts. <laughs> <laughs> to be on, go, yeah. Okay, so yeah. Um, so Jay's body was found by a dog walker in Golden Gate Park on June twenty fifth, nineteen seventy four. He had been stabbed five times, according to the coroner's report. Approximately ten feet west of the deceased feet was a large disturbed area of brush with a pool of blood. There were drag marks from this point to where the body was found, indicating that. Uh, it took place publicly. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, um, yeah. So they also found his, his abandoned car near his body and his like uh, pants were unzipped. So it's speculated that he showed up. Like was luring him into the act. Yeah. yeah. And like was about to get a blowjob. They were then, literally cruising. Yeah, yeah. And then he stabbed him five times and uh, dragged his body. Just, oh, damn. Just in the park. Just casually in the park. Okay, so after they were investigating the gay community of San Francisco, investigators learned that he was last seen alive at a club on uh, Montgomery Street. So now they're starting to put together, like, maybe the serial killer, or maybe the killer found this guy at a club. Okay, So they're starting to connect the dots. So less than two weeks later, another early morning walker... These poor walkers, okay? I know. Y'all don't go walking in the morning. Yeah, if you learned anything from this podcast... I mean, I still see a dead body. That's true. Yeah, that's cool. Which is kind of exciting. Corey has seen a dead body. Didn't your family see that dead body? Didn't that happen to you? Pause. Dramatic pause. No, my, my family friend, where they were driving, yeah, and they yeah, saw yeah. the dead body on the side of the road, oh. and then they saw it later in the hotel room. Yeah. yeah that, that's a family friend. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so um, let's see. So less than two weeks later, another early morning walker, like I was saying, found another body on Ocean Beach. His name was Klaus Christenman. He's a 31-year-old German. His body oh. was mutilated. He found their, his mutilated corpse um, on July 7th on Lincoln Way near Ocean Beach. So, again, like all the same area. Uh-huh. He was fully closed. He was stabbed 15 times, and his throat was also slit. So this one was very Jesus. gruesome. Um, now, in an interview with the Sentinel newspaper, the detective in charge of the case, Dave Toshi, um, he described the murder as one of the most ghastly and grisly, grisly stabbings he's ever seen in all those years investigating. Yeah. Now, Dave Toshi was really famous in 1974 because he was heavily involved with the Zodiac Killer. So, so even after dealing with a Zodiac killer, still he said this is one of, one the, of most, the most brutal shit. Yeah. Damn. So that should show you what the scene was like. Crap. Now, for the Zodiac killer, I wrote, we're going to get into Tashi and the Zodiac killer yes. later. Yes. So get ready yes. for that. Yeah. Um, so Chrisman, he had a wife and two children. And homicide detectives noted that in one of his pockets, there was a tube of face paint. And like under his clothes was like drag queen clothes. So this is when they realize, like, oh, now we have two drag queens dead. Okay, yeah, so maybe a pattern is developing. Yeah, so maybe this guy fucking hates drag queens. Yeah. Um, so this was actually the case that convinced the detectives that the serial killer was targeting the gay community, specifically drag queens, but uh-huh. just the whole gay community. Now, in the summer of 1975, two more bodies were found. The first was Frederick Kappen. He was a registered nurse in his early 30s. He is found stabbed to death beside the highway that runs parallel to Ocean Beach. Same area again. Yeah. A month later, the fifth and final corpse was found in the brushes and the bushes near the 16th tee of the Lincoln Park Golf Course. Whoa. Uh, uh, That's cool. That just reminds me of Donnie Darko. Oh, <laughs> where totally. Where it opens up and he's like, they're like, Donnie, get up. You okay? <laughs> um, UK, this, the golf course was right next to the ocean beach again. So it's all the exact same area. Um, this body was of Harold Goldberg. He was a 67-year-old Swedish sailor. So now Aww. we have five men that have been found dead within four cute miles of each other. little gay Swedish sailor man? Yeah. That's so he cute. He got fucking murdered. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, four... <laughs> Harold Goldberg. He I was so close to some years like old. jolly old. He's like a jolly old sailor at a gay club. Yeah. Cruising and then a. Just sweet old sailor man. Yeah. He's like, I've never been with a man before. Or yeah. like, let Aww. me show you what the Navy does. Yeah. And then Aww. banged him. So. <laughs> let me show you what the Navy does. Uh, you want to see my. You want to be my seaman. I want to be my seaman tonight. <laughs> so five men had been found dead within four miles of each other all within 18 months. So the fear among gay men was. At an absolute high, because now suddenly everyone's yeah. like, 
are we gonna fucking get murdered if we just go to the club? Yeah. Um. So. Like we get, we're, we can get murdered in the streets already. Yeah. Just for being fucking gay. No. Right. Exactly. So Randy Alfred, he was a news editor for the Sentinel, and the Sentinel was a gay newspaper. Cool. Um. Super huge in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Um. He says particularly among men who were attracted maybe to the young hustler types were extremely afraid during this time because they're yeah. all starting to think that it's just a cruiser, just someone that's very convincing and young mm-hmm. and hot. So. Five confirmed bodies were linked to the doodler, like I mentioned earlier, but there are 14 bodies found in total. Um, but five is like 100% the same guy. Um, you know, the other gay men could have been killed. The other 14 aren't confirmed, the other but, spe- nine. but speculated. Yeah. Or sorry, the other nine. So the total was supposed to be or could have been 17, but three people were able to escape. Whoa, um, what? So all of these three still remain anonymous. Now, they helped police put together a description of the doodler how slash why they were with the doodler and a sketch of what the doodler looks like. So how I mentioned earlier, the doodler would sketch them in a bar, bring them home. The whole reason we knew we know that is because these three people survived. Mm-hmm. So I have a picture oh, right here, so, a sketch of the doodler. Okay, I'm going to move over. So that's the oh, doodler. Wow. So the doodler was described at the time as an African-American man between 19 and 22 years old, slender, a little shy of six feet, and frank- frequently wore a Navy-type watch cap. Now, the police released the sketch, and the San Francisco Chronicle ran a story about the doodler, and two days later, a suspect was arrested. So according to the Sentinel, again, that's that gay newspaper, um, he was just detained outside a tenderloin bar last Friday night after a bar patron called to report that a man fitting the composite drawing furnished by the San Francisco Police Department, had entered the bar, was offering to draw sketches of the patrons, and he was carrying a butcher knife and a a book of sketches. And that's when the police came and nabbed him. So police, they had this guy. Uh They had the doodler. They had, he was a strong suspect. I guess I can't say he's the doodler. Okay, yeah, true. Strong suspect. They still had three living witnesses, but those three men refused to testify because they were so afraid of coming out as gay and tarnishing their reputations. That's sad. Let's just take a minute to see how sad that is. That's sad and maddening. So media... I mean, not against them, just... I mean, I would probably be in the same boat Yeah. back then. So media and gay men were outraged at the silence because their fear is putting their lives in danger. But Harvey Milk defended them, saying, "Um, I can understand their position. I respect the pressure society has put on them. He elaborated that the three men likely fear damaging relationships with family and in the workplace, citing that he believed only 20 to 25% of the 85,000 gay men in San Francisco were open about their sexualities. So Harvey Milk defended them, which I thought was really beautiful and cool. And we've actually talked about Harvey Milk quite a bit in our podcast. Yeah, I love Harvey Milk. Um, He's, yeah... This is amazing. Yeah. So um, police had to let the suspect go because they didn't have a case without the, test- without the uh, testimonies. And now after this, the murder seemingly stopped and the case just went completely cold. Because he was caught, though. Yeah. Or is it, is he was detained for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Then he was let go and the murder stopped. Murder so, I mean, stopped. it's safe to assume they found the guy. Yeah. And, I mean, maybe he did continue <laughs> on killing somewhere else in a different way. Yeah, yeah. It's, I wouldn't be surprised. I would be more surprised if he actually did stop. Um, so... The gay community has been haunted by the grisly murders and the lack of arrests and breaks in the case. Um, some people think that the police didn't put all their resources into the case because gay men were being murdered, not white women or, ho- or mm-hmm. high-profile people. Now, Valid this is accusation. because specifically, so the consenting adult sex bill passed in California in 1975, which made gay sex legal for the first time. Ooh. And these murders started in 1974. Yeah. So... Um, you know, there was a long history of mistrust between gay men and the police force because the sal- the same police officers who are now looking at the Doodler case was the same police officer who raided your party a year ago. Uh-huh. So just because the bill changed or was passed, that's not going to change the mindset of the police officers. So there's this huge speculation and this whole theory and feeling in the gay community that if this wasn't a gay man, the Doodler would have been caught. Yeah, and uh, And it also goes back to, like, you know, because the three witnesses were gay and they weren't out. After, also during this time, the Zodiac Killer and the Zebra murders were getting the front page of newspapers and public attention, but the doodler wasn't. Um, in fact, the Sentinel was the one of the only media outlets who even talked about the doodler murders. Fuck. Um, until the sketch was made. So until that sketch, no one even really knew it was happening They're except like, the gay wait, community. They're like, what is this? Yeah. So like, if you went on the street and asked any straight person, like, oh, the doodler killer, they'd be like, what? Because they're, like, they're not reading the about? Sentinel. They're like, the Zodiac killer? Yeah, you're like, no, the doodler killer. They're like, 
so the zodiac killer so all <laughs> like this killer killed 14 men five confirmed and nothing was really done because yeah. they were gay Damn. so in a way i mean society at the time helped the doodler walk free yeah yeah that's sad and that being said anyways how's your sex life Tana, you know how my sex life is. I've watched The Red Wedding. Oh, yeah. Corey's super sad today. Because, <laughs> one, I just broke his heart with my story, but also yeah. he watched The Red Wedding on Game of Thrones. Damn. There is no justice in this world. There's not. <laughs> or fictional ones. <laughs> the, the Red Wedding destroyed my soul. It's so sad. Her, her, That scream. I, and I'm so glad when you said that when we were talking about that, her scream, I thought that when we watched it, I was like, damn, that's the scream of somebody who's just like, felt misery for the past straight three years of her it was life. just like pure despair yeah it was like it was just like I from can't her do like anything about this it was just so deep and it yeah. was like oh well the first time i watched the game, the red wedding i just got chills i just sobbed when i heard yeah. her scream because i was like Damn. that's a scream that my mom would make or <laughs> that's the and scream you know what happened is i d- oh, go continue sorry, sorry no no it's fine go oh but you know what made me have it is i teared up and i like literally like cried did not even tear up Right before that, and they do it on purpose because it's a show, because yeah. they set it up perfectly. TV. But where he looks at her and he goes, I'm going to name it uh, Ned. It's not Ned. What's his real Ned-ard name? Ned. Eddard. Eddard. Eddard or something like sure. that. It's Ned Stark. And you can see the actor, his eyes mist and tear up, and it made me cry. They're such good <laughs> so actors. Sad. First Fuck. of all, because Rob Stark's so fucking hot. He's the so hottest like, one in Game of Thrones, hands what down. Is, what is his actor name? I forget. Rob Stark, hottie muck, Yeah, Rob Stark, hot. muck, fuck everybody, because yeah. you're hot. He's fuck. the hottest actor in Game of Thrones, hands down. Hands um, down. What's his fucking name? Tell me who plays it's him. 69 in my mouth, bitch. Rob Stark actor. We're looking this up, guys. Look at it. Just wait. Because if you this look up important. Rob Stark this on Google, important. they treat him as a real Richard person. Madden. Oh, God Richard damn. Madden. Look at this, If y'all. you're listening to this podcast right now, Go look up Richard Madden. Park. Stop your car in the middle of the Freeway. streets. Look at Richard Madden. Oh, my God. Y'all. Yeah, he's the most beautiful damn. person he's that exists on so this planet, I'm pretty sure. I just, like, want him and uh, Jorah. Oh yeah, like fuck. Yeah, Jorah's hot. Heart. He's Jorah's just daddy. So he's like daddy. such a daddy hot. It's Jorah's like insane. So daddy. He's like every time I see him, I'm like, <gasps> I'm, like I'm like, I gotta be right back. Goddamn, be right back, everybody. Ooh, and then I'm excited because next season Jamie cuts his hair and then is crazy hot. Oh yeah. But it, but he then he gets rid of his beard and he's ugh. it's like a ugh, you cut your hair but you took your beard away. I love Jamie Lannister so yeah, much. Yeah, Jamie Lannister is awesome. Uh, so cool. I love Game of Thrones. So that's Corey's sex life. It's that's currently my sex Game life. Of Thrones. Looking at hot men. And, and Game of Thrones. Hot. That's my second Same. <laughs> Except mine is Jordan and I rewatching Lost. So I am yes. watching. Where Hot are you Man now? Where are you now? We're almost on season one. Oh my God. <sighs> I cry every episode. He has videos of me just sobbing mm-hmm. uncontrollably because mm-hmm. I love them so much. Yeah. And it's so and fun. The music uh, by it's the Michael music. Giacchino. It's so perfect. Every time it's the music so starts, perfect. I don't even care what it is. You could play it right now and I'd start crying. It's so, I know. It's so good. Oh my God. I love Yeah. And yeah. this is my second time watching through Lost. And it's really fun because I, because since I, I just watched it a year ago. So I mm-hmm. still remember everything. So it's really fun watching it now because I'm picking You're up like, on Zzz. so many things. Uh-huh. It's like writers are just so, they're just genius. They're so great. I it's love just, it. the writers are just amazing. Season one is just so good. Yeah. And we're talking like character development wise, guys, not plot. Oh, okay? yeah. That's the whole thing. Like, Corey's greatest advice he's ever given me is yeah. watch Lost for the characters, not the plot. Because if you watch it for the plot, you hated the ending. It's stupid. But if yeah. you watch it for the characters, it was It's perfect. intriguing. I think it's fun. I think it's still fun. The plot's fun to me. Yeah. But yeah, it gets a little weird and creepy. and or Not creepy, but crazy. It's just, you know, every question in Lost is, is like, answered by more questions. Yeah. That's what you have to do by the characters. And, like, their reactions to things and their relationships. Ugh, it's just so good. Y'all, so, TV's good. So we've been watching a lot of Lost <laughs> and cooking shows. Classic. Uh, oh, British. I just started. <gasps> Did ne- I say this? Did I announce this to what? everybody? The Mary Berry thing? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, I, Corey Dewey Martin, yes. publicly apologize <laughs> for not liking Mary Berry. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Corey. That's right, Mary Berry. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a piece of shit, Mary Berry. I'm sorry. I apologize. You are not invited to drink rum with her, you <laughs> no, bitch. I am not. <laughs> Mary Berry's the greatest angel. I will accept my, my sentence. <laughs> if I die and Mary Berry ends up being Jesus Christ, I'd be like, perfect. Cool. And Paul Hollywood's God, I'm like, yes, Paul this Hollywood's makes sense. God, yes. Who's Jesus Christ? Mar- Mary Berry. Wait, I thought that was God. Isn't Jesus Christ separate from God? Uh, it depends on who you're talking to. <laughs> I guess that's, that's true. Also, Jesus, Jesus and God aren't real to me. Yeah, because so. we're, we're more we grew up Mormons, so we think Jesus and God are different. Yeah, and that's like a big no-no for most other Christians. That's true. <laughs> Fuck. Sorry, guys. We grew up on a goddamn cult. There we go. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry, god damn it. Sorry, god motherfucking We damn apologize. It. We grew up in a cult. Yeah, fuck. We didn't ask for it. So, yes, I've been watching Lost in uh, cooking shows. And I also just started that new Netflix show today, You, the one that everyone's obsessed with. It's um, about this guy. He becomes obsessed with this woman. And I'm pretty sure he ends up killing her. I don't remember, though. Fun. I just watched <gasps> no, the trailer. No, yeah. You're, it's, he is a psychopath. Yeah, yeah. But like he's, he's like, he's the ant- or the protagonist. Yeah. 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 So I, I'm on, like, the middle of the first episode. Yeah, so yeah. So I was like, oh, this will be a good show. So I'm really excited. It's called You? Y-O-U? Or just you? Y-O-U. Y-O-U? You. Okay, I'll probably look at it. It's good. It's, like, all over Netflix right now. And Sounds other good. than that, Jordan and I have been so sick again this yeah. past week. I We barely have been paying. It's shocking for us. Yeah. I've just been doing school and then watching Game of Thrones. Yeah. That's I've just life. been working and then, like, still getting sick. Somehow yeah. every day I get sick. I'm so worried. Our friend Chris just got the stomach flu, like, two days ago. Mm. And we were, I, we were with him, like, two days before he got the stomach flu. So I'm like, please, God, if you're Satan, please God, Jesus, Valak, God. Simone, whoever's listening, don't let me get the fucking summer flu on top of what I already have. Um, yeah, uh, last bit of news, I guess what happened is, yes, yeah, sorry that t- this is coming out uh, for Tuesday morning instead of Monday morning because, again, y'all. We were fucking, fucked up. We were fucked up yesterday. Like, we were <laughs> fucked. Like, I, like, Drinks were knocked over. Carpets were stained. Yeah, Jordan's laptop, he poured vodka directly on his <laughs> keyboard at one point. At one point, Krona, or Krona, Kai, Kai his, his name is Krona, his character is Krona in D&D. Um, he he's pouring a bottle. He was pouring himself a glass of vodka, and for like there was a straight five seconds of, of, of in the kitchen as like a stream of vodka for five seconds hit the floor. Oh my god! <laughs> we were like that. That was the most hammered we've all been together. I uh, yeah, I, yeah. I don't. The last time, sorry, I'm super loud. The last time I've been in a place like in a house party or house situation where that many people have been drunk was like. A year ago. or two ago. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's been a fucking while. It's, yeah. It was so fun. I've never seen Kai that drunk before. Yeah. Kai like, at the club or something? Yeah, like, yeah. We've all been that drunk. Right. Yeah. It was fucking fun. Yeah. It was amazing. So, we were super drunk. But um, next week, our episode will be coming out on Sunday, just to remind you guys. Yeah. So, the Sunday, like, it's super late Sunday night, early Monday morning. So, you can wake up and Download go it. to, yeah, wake up and on your way to work, listen to it. And it's also yeah. going to be a combined episode. Just letting you guys <gasps> yes, know. that's our combined. So what work. are we doing? Let's decide right now. I think we're, Ready? we, <laughs> we said, <laughs> say it. <laughs> I think maybe it's Slenderman. <laughs> Fuck. Cut. Um, I think we talked about either Slenderman or um, Elizabeth Smart. Yeah. Slenderman or Elizabeth Smart. Yeah. Let's talk more about it at work tomorrow. Okay. So, so it it, yeah, we won't tell you now. So just like, wait. Yeah. So just let, we're going to make you shiver with Antissa. Patience. <laughs> Ah, on that note, our our biggest question to you guys oh, yes, is: yes. Anyways, how's your sex? Life. Bye, bye, guys. Do do do.